Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome, Neil. Good to have you back again. Hi, Matt. Good to be back. As we look at the week ahead and we look to the data points and the, the macro themes that are, that are driving markets, it would appear to be growth-related themes that we're looking at this week. Could you perhaps outline your thoughts on the week ahead? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, I think this week has been a very complex week for global financial markets as uh, resurgent fears of COVID, specifically the global spread of the Delta variant, combined with and exacerbated fears of slowing growth. Uh, So overall, we think it's very important not to confuse, you know, a change in the second derivative of growth uh, with something more sinister. And by that, I mean, you know, we, uh, we have clearly seen a rapid pace of reopening momentum driven by uh, largely base effects from being very close to being more open. Uh, and I think that's important. We continue to see global growth, and in particular US growth, maintaining above historic trend or equilibrium growth, uh, even if sequential growth readings continue to decline. Nowhere is the expression of growth risks more consequential for global assets than US yield curve. Uh, and we continue to see the level and shape of the US yield curve as a dominant barometer of global sentiment. It certainly was heavily impacted in the middle of last week, along with equity markets. Whether this is a representation or an estimation of R-star or the terminal rate, uh, as some are leading us to believe, we think is less likely. We're more inclined to focus on capital flows that are driving this lower yield curve into the world's safe haven, positive yielding asset in the US Treasury market and the substantial role that that plays. And as such, we don't see it as inconsistent to maintain a strong view of underlying U.S. growth, given the flatness and low levels of the long end of the U.S. yield curve. And to that end, I think there are three important events. Predominantly on Wednesday, the focus will move towards the FOMC, but uh, with no updated projections and recent power testimonies stating that we still have a ways to go until we reach substantial further progress. Um, expectations for next week's FOMC meeting likely remain relatively low. However, following the recent market focus or concerns on growth, the narrative surrounding the underlying economic activity, particularly at the consumer and labour market levels, are going to be a core focus. Uh, We expect a continued positive growth communication uh, as per the June meeting, but we'll keenly watch this nonetheless. Then as a a validation of the Fed rhetoric, we get US Q2 GDP on Thursday and on Friday, PCE inflation for June. These have been the dominant themes of late. Now, the Q2 GDP reading is expected to slow to show a further acceleration to 8%. Now, it's likely that Powell's words in the FOMC shape the focus or interpretation of this data. You know, is it current dynamism or is it retrospective strength? I think that's important but we're inclined to remain positive on US growth. Friday, inflation comes back into focus with PCE. And until a week or so ago, this was the market's dominant fear, runaway inflation. Uh, You know, PCE, the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, is expected to tick up again in June, but we still think that's likely still driven by temporary or transitory factors, uh, but will remain a key focus. Then lastly, back to Europe, we get 
Q2 GDP from the Eurozone, and consumer confidence across Europe, as well as the IFO sentiment for July. And I think this will be an interesting focus for Europe next week, following the ECB last week, uh, you know, how businesses and consumer confidence interacts with the events that we've seen over recent sessions against recent global growth concerns, against recent, you know, specific China growth slowdown returns, and how that's impacted with uh, being the key market for a lot of Eurozone exporters. And also the recent acceptance across the Eurozone that the fourth COVID wave driven by the Delta variant is in train. Uh, so I think that's very important. IFO index on Monday will also give us a, uh, a clue as to how this feeds through into business sentiment and then a raft of consumer confidence measures at the national level throughout the rest of the week. GDP on Friday will be very keenly watched. I think all this fits in with a, an extreme focus on the uh, euro-dollar cross that we will be paying very close attention to. Thank you, Neil. So, so certainly lots to be looking at and perhaps to, to paraphrase Ian Jury and the blockheads, reasons to be less fearful. Absolutely. So as we, as we look into the weekend, away from markets, perhaps on to, uh, to, to some, some sporting excitement, I know what I've got my eye on, but uh, what, what are you going to be looking at this weekend? Absolutely. Another spectacular weekend of sport, Matt. You know, I think, uh, you know, we really have been spoiled this year. First up over the weekend is the uh, long-awaited and uh, certainly feared it wouldn't go ahead due to COVID in, the, in both camps. The uh, Lions test against South Africa promises to be a very big-hitting, high-paced event. And then, obviously, the Olympics. It may be a year late. There may be no fans. It may be completely the wrong time zone, but I'm sure it will hold a lot of attention. And I can't wait personally. Absolutely. It's some very exciting sport to be watching over the weekend. Well, thank you once again for outlining your thoughts on, uh, on the week ahead. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. Likewise. Been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead.